Ever wondered what's on the Infendo Radio cutting room floor? Find out now for $10 a month over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. We put the we in wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 495. It is time for Infendo Radio. We have a special guest with us tonight, too. Um, hi, Brian. Why don't you welcome yourself to the show and tell us a little bit about yourself? Welcome me. Well, my name is Brian. I love long <laughs> walks on the beach. Um, I really love the crisp, refreshing taste of Red's Apple Ale. <laughs> In my, uh, in my Brianosaurus a custom laser engraved uh, glass. Um, oh, and I am actually almost out, so it's about time for a new one on break. Okay, well, this is all this is all good things. Yeah. I like this guy already. Um, Steve, where do you like to take your walks, and what are you all about? Holy <laughs> First we're putting the Wee and Wiener, and now we've got the fresh, crisp, refreshing taste of Red's Apple Ale. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect yep. night. Perfect show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin, it, how are you doing tonight? You're looking a little, a uh, little off color, but I like the, you anyway. The, the touch, the feel of cotton—it's the fabric of our <laughs> lives. I didn't, d- didn't know what to, <laughs> to, to contribute to the variety of catchphrases and slogans being thrown around. So you know, I'm trying to find oh, a background of, at the moment. <laughs> if any of you guys want to sponsor us, head over to Patreon.com/slash/InfendoRadio. <laughs> That's damn right. Uh, speaking of, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to be right back at you. Here at Infendo Radio, we've got game. If you'd like to give us suggestions for our games, go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge at the $2 level. All right, we're back. Uh, before we get too far, we'd like to... S- say thank you to a few special people, our producers, on Patreon. So we'd like to thank Andrew Searson, the Brianosaurus, hey, you're right there, uh, Sky Pharaoh, and Phantom. Thank you for producing the show tonight. Um, also, it's your last week to enter the contest, so um, Steve's going to take us away and tell you a little bit about that. Yep. So for this month, we've been doing a contest where if you're a $10 patron or higher, or if you're a subscriber to Twitch at the $4.99 level or higher, you get an entry each way to win a full set of Zelda Amiibo cards. Did we decide that's 23 or 24? I've forgotten now. I haven't been on the show. No, no, this is your project. Regardless, though, (laughs) it's a full set of Zelda Amiibo, including Young Link from Smash Brothers. I made sure he was in there. So, last chance. The contest ends on June... Well... Basically midnight of the 31st at the end of the month. So I Mm -hmm. think that's Friday night. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching live, you still have time. If you're hearing this as we, you know, do the regular show, I'm sorry. But we gave you four weeks. So (laughs) Actually, we gave you six weeks because we started it early. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, you tell them, Steve. But uh, yeah, no, really. uh, Thank you for everybody that's joined the show. And joined our Patreon and entered the contest and all of that fun stuff. We really appreciate it. That really helps to support the show. So, all right. Well, we are going to get into the show proper. Um, there was a Pokemon press conference yesterday out of nowhere. We learned about lunch a bunch of weird things. Um, Pokemon sleep is a thing. Um, Steve, do you want to kind of lead us into this Pokemon quest that we're about to enter? Because it's weird. It's what I plan yeah. on doing. So. I guess we'll start with Pokemon Sleep, which is probably the one that nobody really cares about. 
Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be a it from what I can tell, it seems to be a counterpart to Pokemon Go where if you're actually sleeping and getting sleep the way you're supposed to, um you get benefits in game with it. They also announced, and I'm not making this up, I've Googled it multiple times on multiple sites to make sure this is accurate information, but there's also a sleep tracker that Nintendo is going to do that you can walk around with during the day and it'll track your steps and spin Pokestops and yada yada. But then somehow it works at night to where it tracks your sleep, I assume by, you know, sitting on your dresser by your phone or something, making sure your ass isn't on your phone. Um, but it they also tracks your sleep. They are going to make you buy a bracelet, Steve. You know they're going to make you buy <laughs> no, something that you have to it's wear. No, it's not a bracelet. It's a, it's a disc that somebody is holding in the video. Nintendo's so R&D. Nintendo's R&D for the vitality sensor rearing its ugly head yet again. <laughs> yeah. So interesting, actually, that you should bring that up. According to EP in the chat, it uses an accelerometer. So basically just set it on your dresser at night and don't bother it. But it's actually called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. That is two pluses in a row. I don't know why that's a thing, <laughs> but it is. Um, yeah, so it's amazing that's how a Nintendo's thing. Nintendo's going to make me spend another $40 on a stupid peripheral, but I'm going to do it. Well, for, well $40 fair, Nintendo God... didn't... didn't uh, Nintendo didn't make anything from the last peripheral you bought. That was third party. That's true. Yeah, and forty dollars so plus headache to actually find that one in stores. Sure. Well, yeah, I'm kind of wondering why it is that obviously it's a merchandising ploy to get somebody to buy another product, but I'm wondering why it is that they wouldn't like hook it up with Apple watches or with the Android watches or something like that. Because if you, if for the guys who wear their watches at night while they sleep, I feel like that would be a much better option. Mm -hmm. Attract right. a little bit better. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't completely agree. With yeah, you. I don't, but I used to back when my battery lasted long enough. And yeah, they have yeah. like sleep trackers in the Apple Watch, and I'm sure in other smartwatches. Right. I don't know. Do do other things exist that aren't Apple? I mean, back me up, your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got an app on my phone to prove to my wife that I don't snore. So if I could get that, what, oh, what... actually, I have an app on, <laughs> on my, I have an app on my phone that proved to me that I do, and it <laughs> took a recording of it. As a matter of fact, so you and know. it sounded great. Jeez. So do I they'll, do, they'll, do, they'll, do I get points in Pokemon Go for snoring? Yes. Jeez. They'll probably add functionality for Apple Watch like they did with the uh, um, Adventure Sync. I'd be shocked if they didn't That's do that. That's just what I was saying. They're going to try and get their money first with the peripheral, and then right. they'll add in the ability and, with to and that's with why they like did Watch or whatever. Yeah, right. well, that's like the the Apple Watch app didn't come out until you know the Pokemon Go app didn't come out until months after the Pokemon Go Plus was out, and I fought tooth and nail to not get that thing because I knew I, there had to be something for Apple Watch eventually and they did oblige. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, so I mean there's really not a whole lot more to talk about on that one. Um, I guess the next announcement they did was Pokemon Detective Pikachu on the Switch which as I understood I it actually... It actually seems to be a follow-up or a sequel, not necessarily a port, from what I was under um, Which is, understanding. 
which is which is good for me because I just spent some of my uh, my Nintendo Gold coins on the thirty percent discount for Detective Pikachu on the 3DS, and I would be very angry if um, <laughs> if I had done that and then it came out on Switch where I would rather play it. <laughs> I know, I know, I would have heard from heard of it in the Discord for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, uh, I I am excited about this one because I actually do have it on the 3DS, but I I I can't pull out my 3DS anymore, man. Like I just the only time I'll pull it out, is, and I still did this past year, is for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Cause I always like to play that at least once a year, and that's the best version of it, you know. And, until they bring that to right. the Switch, then 3DS is still getting. And Ocarina of Time is some of the best 3D on the system too. Yeah, for sure, for oh. sure. Oh yeah, it's so um, great I'll, playing that game on an XL. All I can say is it better have Amiibo support or I'm out. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you didn't have to buy the two-foot-tall Detective Pikachu Amiibo. Justin. Justin, with as big of a fan of Pikachu as I am, I had to buy the two-foot-tall <laughs> Pikachu Amiibo. Have you ever met I'm actually going to start looking for... for um, do, do you think our... Uh, our sponsor there can can hook me up with a Detective Pikachu amiibo card because I'd go for one I'm of those. Sure, I'm sure he could. I'll have to order one of those <laughs> with my Pokemon set. I'll find out. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's probably all there is to talk about uh, Pikachu. Um, the next thing they announced is Pokemon Home, and I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> to see this Pokemon Home is the successor to if, Pokemon Bank. To PlayStation Home? <laughs> oh, jeez. No, that's a dead thing. No, He's but so they're, bringing Pokemon, they're, they're bringing Pokemon... They're bringing Pokemon... Damn I'm this lag, my it. jokes are, are not hitting right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're bringing Pokemon Bank back, and it's going to be compatible with more than I actually would have thought. Uh, Pokemon Home is going to incorporate Pokemon Bank, it's going to import, incorporate Pokemon Go. It's going to import, incorporate... Why can I not say that word? <laughs> let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. And uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. That is so much more than I could have hoped for. And if I read right, they are saying that you will be able to manage your Pokemon either on the Switch on an app or yeah. using an app on your phone. I might actually invest in that Um now, because especially if you can share Pokemon between Pokemon Go and Let's Go and Generation, what are we on eight? Like, if if I can like basically trade my Pokemon around, like if I can trade Pokemon from the Pokemon Yellow on my three to like if I can do all that, then that might actually be a worthwhile investment. Because it's not that expensive in the first place. It's like what five bucks a year? Yeah, like a year. Yeah, it's really yeah, cheap. something like that. If not cheaper. Um... I don't know. I think there's going to have to be a limitation somewhere, though. Because, like, with Pokemon Bank, you can only bring them forward to a generation. And once you've brought them from Pokemon mm -hmm. Go to Pokemon Let's Go, you can't send them back that direction. So I'm sure there's going to be a god-awful flowchart that's going to come out right before this app comes out <laughs> that explains what directions you can move your Pokemon. I don't think you're just going to be able to take a Pokemon from, you know, Gen 7 and flip it over to Pokemon Go. I don't think that's ever going to be a possibility. I think it's. I think you're going to be able to freely move them between Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think they'll build that functionality into it. But I think that once you bring them from Pokemon Bank or Pokemon Go forward, that's that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll be able to go back. Because that's how it works already, and you can only right. do it one way, right? It, it, so right. I'm, and if you look at the diagram, you've got Pokemon Bank up here. You've pen. got Pokemon I Go up pen. here, and they're in their own windows separately, right? <laughs> and then Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, um, Sword and Shield are all in the same box. So that's why I'm thinking that as long as you're in those four games, you're going to be able to move them freely, no matter which Eugene, way Eugene, feel free to edit all of my audio out of this. Steve's doing his Italian talk with the hands thing. It just reminds me of, I have a pen. I have an apple. <laughs> apple pen. <laughs> God. This episode's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> Well, let's move into the next one then, I guess, Steve, because this one actually had me excited. I think you're probably about it, looking at the same list as I am, but are, are we moving into Pokemon Masters yeah, yet? Because that's the one I want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that, because I know nothing about this other than it's also on the phones. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks like it's going to be another phone game, but this one t is is um, not a Niantic one. It's a DNA game. Hmm. So that's that company that you know Nintendo bought a few years ago or whatever. Or I don't know how that Nintendo went. But I anyways, think they, I think um, Nintendo yeah, it, bought fifty percent of the company, and DNA bought an equal amount in shares of Nintendo or something like that. So. Like basically, or maybe Nintendo bought the entire company. I know that basically, like there was it was an exchange of shares, but um, Nintendo ended up, you know, with basically a, either all or most of DNA, and DNA ended up with a sliver of Nintendo. <laughs> sure. Well, but in any case, this game looks like it's going to be really cool. Like, this is probably one of the first ones that I've really been interested in. The Animal Crossing game kind of, like, came and went, you know, like, whatever. But this one is Pokemon, man. Like, yeah, give me Pokemon. It looks like it's going to be really cool. It's said to be a turn-based um, game, and it's going to be a turn-based strategy game, rather. And then it looks like it's going to have all the major characters from all the Pokemon games. Like, you know, they showed Gary and Brock, and, like, you know, we saw that... They saw... There was a Cynthia, I think, was shown, too. So, like, yeah. I'm super yeah. excited about this one. Um, I hope that they get... I hope it's, like, story-based, too, because that's what I really like about the about the um, Pokemon games in the proper, like, you know, there's always a silly story, so give me at least something like that, so. Um, are you guys excited about this? Are you guys going to download it on your phones? If I it's, might get if it's more free play... to start, I will. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even if you have to, like, even if they do, like, the Super Mario Run um, <clears throat> style of, you know, you get to play part of it, and then you pay for the rest of it. Um, one of my problems with Pokemon, which Pokemon Let's Go has kind of, um, you know, helped out with, but, like, I just don't have the time to devote to, um, long RPGs, but, you know, if it's something I can pull out, play for five, ten minutes, and feel like I've progressed in it, then, you know, great, you know, and right. on a phone, it's going to be far more convenient than on my Switch, which I can't carry in my pocket. Sure. Well... Until the Switch Mini comes in at the E3 press conference, but we're going to be talking Stop about that, that. later. They're not <laughs> talking about hardware at E3. Oh God damn it! I, I forgot about that. I agree. <laughs> I really hope not, at least. <laughs> well, you know, we're all going to buy that stupid thing if it comes out. But I know. Um, all right. <laughs> all right, Steve. Are you excited about Pokemon shirts? 
You know, I saw something online today, and I really hope it's wrong that these things are going to be like 130 bucks. That I am out. <laughs> no. What? What are Pokemon shirts? I didn't even see this one. What is this? Well, um, it looks like they're going to be producing shirts that are, you know, based off of Pokemon. There's like a, one with like a bunch of Pidgeys and stuff like that that I'm looking at in this image. There's like a Hawaiian looking shirt with a bunch of Magikarps, and I'm probably gonna get a few of them. They look cool. I'll send you I'll send you the link in the in the chat from what I'm looking at on that one. But yeah, Pokemon shirts, I don't know if that was part of the press conference, but I know it kind of came out of it. I know people have been talking about that on Twitter anyways in my feed, so <laughs> it, it looks cool to me. But uh yeah, yeah what anything else no, from the I'm press conference, that Steve, that we're missing? Not that I know of. The only other thing I can think of is Pokemon Go, man. Your Snorlax, you better get it, get your Snorlaxes while they're here and sleeping because I've I've already caught like five. It's great. Have you caught your Snorlax, Steve? Have you even turned on Pokemon Go? I don't even have it installed on my phone right now. Ah, oh, Steve, <laughs> you need to open my gifts, man. I know. We're like five days from best friends. <laughs> it's, it's it, it really is depressing. But, all right, cool. Well, I guess that really is it for the Pokemon press conference. So we are going to move out of it and into our next segment. And we'll be right back. Would you like to appear on an episode of Infenda Radio once per month? Would you like to get an exclusive t-shirt that only you can wear? You can by joining our Lost Ranger tier for $50 a month. You can be a producer on the show. All right, and we're back. It is E3 time, almost. Um, it's E3 prediction time, I guess, for us. So, gosh, are we two weeks away from E3? Less than two weeks away from E3 now? It's crazy. We're, like, getting close. Um, I think it is about time that we do our, you know, traditional E3 bingo card. Um, Justin brought it up earlier this week in our private Discord, and, you know, it w wouldn't be E3 without us doing <laughs> it. So let's make us a little E3 prediction episode, shall we? Um, I'm going to start because I kind of hinted at this while we were on break. I really think Nintendo is just either really good at hiding what they're what they're doing because they said before they're not going to show any hardware at E3 or they're actually going to like do a pre-reveal before E3 or after or something like that and we're going to see the Switch Mini. That's a thing. That is happening. Um, I, I believe that Nikai article, I think that's where it first came out of. I, I just think that it just makes sense. And I don't know why Nintendo is being so coy about it. But, yeah, I think that that is going to show an, make an appearance before. Uh, let's say, I guess my prediction is going to be it'll make an appearance at E3 before or, or two weeks after E3. Like somewhere in that period. Like I, they might do a special direct. I'll tell you. That. I'll tell you why Nintendo's not talking about it. Because the moment Nintendo comes out and says, hey, we've got a new version of the system coming out, people are going to stop buying the current version. And the longer they can hold on to that announcement, to the actual release date they can announce it, the less of a dip they'll see in sales. So, um... That does make sense. I get... And then, I, I don't know if I would be so bold in my prediction to say this, but I wouldn't be surprised if it, they're already manufacturing it, and it's like, a, hey, and you can buy it, like, in a week from now or something like that, you know, or, like, in a month from now. Like, it's coming soon. All I gotta say is shut up and take my money. 
I'll take your Switch. <laughs> My kids want one. I'm not spending full I, price. I would... I, I think oh, I really you would think I'm going to have just one? I'll have two. <laughs> I think I really would pay for a Switch with the form factor of like a Vita because mm-hmm. like give the Vita all the crap you want, but that was a good little system, you know? Like it was it was perfect. You can actually put that in your pocket if you really wanted to and take it and go, you know, like it's a good pooping machine. I need a pooping machine. Give me Switch Mini. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what? Give give me a Switch Mini the size of a Vita and allow me to transfer my saves and data back and forth wirelessly, kind of like, you know, syncing a, syncing an iPhone and an iPad and all that, that how it be. does that automatically, mm-hmm. and sign me up, because I'll take the... Dude. I'll take the mini to Wait. work with me. I'll play the Switch in bed, and I'll dock it on in the living room when I want to play on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, we Brian, could have a whole would conversation. Would you get a Switch Mini, that. or are you anti Switch Mini? I I I'm super anti Switch Mini, but I know that I would <laughs> buy it anyway. Uh, but I yeah, I really agree with Justin that it needs to be cross compatible with every other game that you've downloaded on your Switch already. Um, because it's almost like the Pokemon thing. If you can't go back and forth, then what's the point of buying multiples? For sure. Ooh. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on. Can that. they call like, it the swap? They did. Oh, okay. That would be kind of. Well, neat. we're we're just really building on the child beating analogies here, aren't we? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I, I'm with you though. Like they've already started the the building blocks of that by allowing the d- switch transferring. Um, I think it was in the firmware update 3.0. I, I can't remember which firmware update it was, but you know, there's that now. So now, like, yeah, give me the ability to sign in with my Nintendo account and play the games that on that on my switch mini like maybe not at the same time like maybe i can't play smash brothers on the switch mini and smash brothers on the my regular switch at the same time but like build something in where i can transfer that data you know well it's almost like spotify you can have spotify on every device that you want you just can't use it at two at the same time like exactly. if I'm it's if like, I'm driving home from work and I'm listening to music and then my wife turns on music in the Google in the kitchen, then I get shut down. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. That technology definitely exists. Like Nintendo could implement something like that. Will they? Who knows? Yeah. Nah, who could know? Yeah. All right. Well, that's my prediction. So who wants to take next? I'll go. I'll defer to that. <laughs> I, was, I was okay. I was just about to jump up, but go ahead. So my first and or my first announcement. I'm making announcements here, people. I'm not even predicting. <laughs> I'm just announcing. Um, my first prediction. We know already that we're getting Link's Awakening remastered or whatever the hell they're calling it this year. I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna be so bold as to predict the release date because I know that Zelda games have come out around this time because it's right around my birthday. I'm thinking the game that we get the week of my birthday is going to be Link's Awakening, and that is going to be Friday, December 6th, which is that same... It's the same Friday we got Smash. It's the same Friday we got Spirit Tracks. There's no reason we can't get a Zelda game on the Switch on Friday, December 6th. Anybody contest that? I don't. Um, I mean, that was actually one that I had on my list, but I took off. Um, I was thinking that if they're going to announce a release date, they may even have like a, like maybe even a 10 to 15 minute demo that they can put on. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I don't know if you're you've got the exact date because I don't know. I feel like they would want to release it a little bit earlier, but you know, definitely it's going to be a holiday title. And I actually, um, if um, unless anybody wants to like outright argue with Steve on this one, I could just roll right into my first prediction because it's also Zelda related. That's fine. There's nothing um, more to I talk pred- about for me. <laughs> I predict that Nintendo will mention or reveal like a teaser image of a new full-featured 3D Zelda game, but we won't see any footage or actual screenshots. Kind of like okay. kind of like with Skyward Sword how like at the tail end of E3 they just showed us like the poster a, a image logo, or whatever, yeah, whatever, it and was, yeah. no, no title, no explanation whatsoever. It's just like, here, we're working on a new Zelda, and it's coming soon enough that we're ready to tell you about it. Okay, Nintendo has been known to do weird things like that, right? Like on like the eleventh hour, they'll re- reveal something like groundbreaking, like <laughs> a new Zelda is coming. You know, so yeah, and, and we already. And we already know that it's pretty likely... I mean, we know Monolith Soft is working on some sort of Zelda game. They've come right out and said it. Um, it's... And we already know that Nintendo plans on reusing this game engine. Like, it's almost a guarantee at this point that whatever the next fully featured 3D Zelda is going to be is going to be built off of the Breath of the Wild engine because it's there. It took them, like, seven years to you know, from conception to completion, they're going to want to get as much mileage out of this as possible. Plus, it's like the best-selling Zelda game of all time. I would so, so totally take the... Go, uh, go ahead, Eugene. No, I was just going to agree with him. I would so totally take a Monolith Soft Zelda game. And, like, it sounds like if they're leading development of, like, the mainline Zelda one, yeah, like, so be it. Like, that sounds great. I mean, they've had their hand in several Zeldas already, so mm-hmm. why not? I think to I think to Justin's point, it's just to piggyback on that. They've been putting so much time and effort into these smaller Zelda games, like um, you know, Crypt of the, the new Crypt of the Necrodancer, and then this remake of Link's Awakening. I I think that they're trying to build more and more interest into the franchise so that they can get people ready for the next upcoming game. Because I think uh, most of the draw for Breath of the Wild was the fact that it had been so long since the last Zelda came out, and it was a launch title for the Switch. So I, obviously everybody was going to buy it anyway. So, But I think outside of people expecting the next one, they're just trying to get more and more and more people into Zelda in small ways, and then they can finally work up to the next big launch title. Yeah. I, I would totally I just don't want them to see I don't want to see them put that Breath of the Wild engine to I, I, to waste right like I want to see more stuff put with it that to engine too. <laughs> so yeah so like no I, imagine <laughs> another Majora's Mask style game in that engine or like even a yeah, I don't know I like a Mario yeah, style I mean, game like, in that engine or something like that like I, let's give us give me some more mileage out of that yeah I think there's there's a huge push to make like a more like a smaller world with more to do in much the same way that Majora's Mask did it. Like, cause one of the big complaints about Breath of the Wild was there was a lot 
of world, but also a lot of nothing. And I think if they take that map, like, shrink it down to about half the size, but populate it with more NPCs, more side quests, more things like that, you can still squeeze, like, probably a 50, 60-hour-long game, maybe, you know, with the open-world style, another 100-hour game, out of that engine just reusing a lot of the same assets they already have. Well, I think all of the nothing was maybe a benefit to Breath of the Wild because that really implemented the the adventure style of the game. You could spend but, so much time out in the wilderness doing nothing. Oh, yeah. I have no complaint about Breath of the Wild is still one of my favorite games of all time. Like, sure. the nothingness didn't bother me. I loved exploring it. I loved seeing what I can do in it. I'm going to... Lucas will will crucify me for saying this, but um, I think the open world aspects of it were more interesting than Skyrim's. But well, sure. um, but yeah, I, and so I want to see more of that. But um, I also see why they might want to streamline it a little bit more and kind of hook that in between audience people again, like Lucas, who are looking more of a Zelda like experience and less of a open, you know go anywhere, do anything sort of thing, and just kind so of more linear. meet in the middle. Not not so much more linear, but, you know, more streamlined. Like, less okay. running around with no idea what to do, yeah. and more, you know, like, like here, here is everything. Like, sure. you don't have to go out and looking for it, but you still have to go to it. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think what would be cool is that if they implement, and I'm no game designer, right, but, like, the way that they made it so then you can always off in the distance see something to do but usually like there's like some yellow glowing off in the distance to like and indicating a shrine or like you have to go there to climb that tower or whatever well i think they could do something like that with like eight directions and make eight temples right you see like oh my god there's these eight huge temples or something like that right you see off in the distance and those are like your traditional zelda style dungeons or whatever you know like they can make something like that which they almost which I almost did in Breath of the Wild. The world is just big enough that you can barely see Death Mountain from, like, the Gerudo Highlands. Like, it's there, it's in the distance, you can reach it, but it's way, way, way out there. And, yeah, I think if they shrunk the map down to, like, maybe about half the size in either direction, you could have that, like, this is the edge of the map, but this is where you have to go to find find the MacGuffins to beat the big bad and, you know, like, yeah, you know, right. whatever whatever their their little non-story is that they put in the next Zelda game. For sure. That may or may not have any relevance to a timeline that may or may not be made up as they <laughs> go along. Anyway, before Lucas jumps on the call just to fight with me, let's uh, move on to the next prediction. <laughs> Fair. Well, um, Brian, you want to cool. take next? Yeah, I'll take the next one. I... I, I... I'm probably going to steamroll over somebody else's prediction, but I don't care. So I think that since Nintendo is playing is playing so nice with uh, Microsoft, I really think that they're going to roll out like a streaming service. I think that they're going to mm. implement like the Xbox Live or whatever it is, the Gold Pass to stick it in there. They've got all the free games with the Gold Pass. You can you can stream it directly, so you don't have to download anything and take up more space on your memory card and your Switch. And if that's going to open up a lot more games that weren't offered to us before. 
And I, I sit there and I talk to a lot of a lot of my coworkers and you know they go and they do the big Call of Duty tournaments and they've all got the jerseys and everything like that. <laughs> and when you say that you're exclusively Nintendo, they they you feel left out on all of those games that you can't play. That kind of sure. thing. So if we were just to enter into that Microsoft world at least a little bit, we have more access to um, things like... Uh, well, think about I mean, like EA All Access even, right? Because then you exactly. can tie that stuff in there to get your FIFAs and your Maddens, like that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I think that that would be a great idea. I would be in it. I used to, when I was playing on Xbox a lot back in like the... Uh, the late days of the 360, <laughs> I uh, I was signed up for that that gold pass and I took it full advantage of it and I would be absolutely happy to to buy it again if uh, that was the option for us. Sure. Awesome. That that's actually a pretty good prediction. I've been I I don't I don't know what Microsoft is gonna reveal with this weird partnership, but that is exactly what I want them to do like give me maybe yeah. not all the games like you're obviously not probably not going to be able to play the latest Gears of War because like you know let's face it the Switch right. probably just can't handle that right but like as we've yeah. seen they're but maybe the old Gears of us... War well yeah there you go that's not a I bad mean, idea we, right? we, like we could I mean we could potentially yeah we could potentially get like the original Halo trilogy the original right. Gears of War trilogy that were you know, 360 games; those could easily run on the Switch. This the older, know, we've already like seen Assassin's Creed yeah. games and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Right? Yeah. I mean, the Switch has already proven it can run last generation games pretty well. Like as long yeah. as they have to be optimized, but you know, and and hopefully Microsoft will be willing to put the time and money into that. But you right. know, unlike yeah. uh, you know THQ Nordic, but you know, we'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would be so yeah, cool. Yeah, I also if... onto this prediction. Or Ubisoft. Go ahead, Steve. I also added onto this prediction something that Phantom brings up in the chat. Um, streaming service with Games with Gold slash Xbox Game Pass. Because I think mm. that they'd be likely to do something with both parts of that service if they're sure. going to do something involving one part. Yeah, I think Game it... Pass would benefit Microsoft more than even Games with Gold because... I mean, uh, Game Pass is ten bucks a month, and yeah. and you just get an, get access to all these games, and you could down you know you can download them to your card. They might even be able to figure out how to stream them to your system, and you know you just pay that subscription fee. And if you want to get an Xbox One, we're not gonna we're you know we're not gonna strong arm you into it. You can play in your Switch. But if you'd like to buy an Xbox One, hey, all that stuff you're already playing there, you can play it on here too. You know, like, like it just seems like that's going to be the thing that's going to get their claws into the Nintendo gamers and pull them to the Xbox while not hurting Nintendo. Whereas, like, the the problem with the, the live thing is that it's kind of its own different animal. Like, yeah, you get the free games, but it's, you're mostly playing for the opportunity to play online, and you're already paying to play online on the Nintendo Switch, and you're just kind of adding... You know, I don't know. It just seems like there'd be it'd be more complicated, more detrimental to Microsoft Not, to do it that way. I think Game Pass I'm, is more likely. I'm going to disagree with you there, Justin, because they've already said that Xbox Live is coming to mobile and Switch. Not not like Xbox Live Gold Edition or whatever it is, but Xbox Live is coming to Switch. 
Right. Well, X, but Xbox Live is different than Xbox Live Gold. Xbox Live right. is just kind right. of their, <laughs> their, their, their pipeline. Like, this is, hey, you connect to Xbox Live and we'll tell you what you can get if you pay us. But, right. you know, you, you're not really getting, like, yeah, you can put Xbox Live on a phone because all they're going to do is say, hey, these games are out now. And if you give us more money, we'll give them to you for cheaper you know <laughs> right well i mean it they they say that they're bringing xbox live just to switch in mobile but in what capacity yeah. like what is it that we're actually going to be able to do with this all that we know is that it's coming well great it's coming but now what right that's yeah, true, right? I, yeah. I, exactly like i what am i gonna be able to chat with my xbox live friends on my switch like why would i want to do that like oh, you've got to have okay. give me something yeah. for for this that is that know? is a brilliant idea what if microsoft decides to bring xbox live chat to the switch and that's the way to to get around you know nintendo being like oh we don't want to do a system-based voice chat microsoft says well we will and you join Xbox Live, and you'll be able to use our voice chat no matter what game you're playing. And, you know, again, Sold. Microsoft's best thing right now is to basically reach out to Nintendo gamers and say, hey, we know you like what you've got, but come over here and look what we've got. Us too. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, you don't have to get rid of your Switch. You don't, don't get rid of your Switch. That's fine. You can keep that. Carry that around with you in your bag. But look at what the Xbox can do, you know? Like, look sure. at these games you could be playing through this Xbox Live service that we are giving to you for free and telling you what you can't play on this thing. You know, <laughs> I mean, this it's it, there. there's many insidious but mutually beneficial things that they can do by putting Xbox Live on these multiple systems that may or may not, <laughs> um, you know, you may or may not be like directly game related. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're right. well. Then, every, every, I guess it's this is. I think this is one of those topics to... we all get something to say about. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it's time to move on to my next prediction, I guess, because I think we've made it all the way around the horn. Um, so let did we wait? Me... I thought we only did you and. No, we we did. I'm taking notes on the show notes as we go. Okay, then I haven't done my second. Well, the, I no, haven't we're either, starting. so we're just I'm, starting I'm our first, second. so here we go. I, my second prediction oh, that is <laughs> that, man, I think that, you know, how Metroid Prime 4 got delayed and all that fun stuff, and that was real sad. Well, we're going to still hear about Metroid this year at E3, and my bold prediction is we're finally going to get a Metroid Prime trilogy on the Switch, and hopefully it has like the same um, Wii Play controls that like the um, Wii <sighs> versions did, because the waggle controls added to that game brilliantly, in my opinion. And I mean, they you could do that with my the prediction. <laughs> Sorry. So Steve. this is this is all of all of this is one of my predictions as well. So I'm gonna let everybody speak their piece, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in at yeah. the end here. I'm gonna I'm gonna add one thing to this, Eugene. It's okay. going to have Amiibo support for the five existing Amiibos, but they're not going to announce any new Amiibo. Okay. Okay. 
I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be part of my prediction though, because if it doesn't have the most support, then I don't get it wrong. Yeah, so. if you want to waste one of your predictions, um, <laughs> oh, I'm not uh, wasting you go, a full prediction. You go right, you I'm, go right ahead. I'm just announcing it on air, so in two years, when someone is catching up on the show, it will be heard. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Is no, that going to be I me, think... Steve? Is that who you're referring to? <laughs> <I know. laughs> you got the last Seriously. one. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it just makes sense, right? Because, um, you know, those games have been rumored for ages to be coming to the Switch. So, I mean, with the announcement of the Prime tri- tri- or Prime 4 being delayed, probably want to make the Metroid brand at least out there somewhere, right? So how better to do that than release tri- the Prime Trilogy, you know? Like, it's ready. It's, let's do it. Yeah. God, there are so many predictions that I have on my list that play off of to do next, but I'm I'm not next, so <laughs> I'll let you all talk about this one and take your turns in turn. <sighs> Brian, I think you had something to say about yeah. this one. I do have something to say about this one, and it's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna make everybody happy. <laughs> oh boy, let's um, hear it. My prediction is no Metroid at all. Oh, um, I think we 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 may get like one thing like we did last time where maybe it's just like like a silhouette of of like Ridley or something like that. Maybe almost exactly what you've got in your in your background there, Eugene, but almost like they did with um, uh, like Smash. You know, they've they've mm-hmm. got silhouettes of people. You've got a guess, but I think that's it. I, I really think that they're, hmm. I wouldn't say embarrassed. <laughs> I think Nintendo might just have some uh, some saving face to do as far as catching up on that last announcement that they made. So if sure. they do anything, I think it will only be that. And I don't think that they would be re like reissuing old Metroid games to the Switch with no reason. Like even just keep, keep interest in the brand they're doing that with zelda but they're doing that with completely brand new games even if it's a remake and i don't think that they would just like push over ports to the switch just to keep people happy about metroid all right i'm bumping steve because i also had a metroid prediction that is different than both of yours (laughs) well okay so brian before we do that is that actually one of your predictions is that is that or is that part of like just no my prediction is my prediction is no metroid at all i think i honestly think that they're too embarrassed to say anything about it if it's anything it's just gonna be something real small like a picture on a poster next to their their setup or something that's it. All right. All right. Interesting. So one of us is going to be right and one of us can be wrong, I guess. So there's Well, well yeah, we have to be very cards. careful. We have to be very careful how we position these yeah, on the right? bingo cards so that they don't conflict <laughs> yeah. with each other because my prediction was that we will get a we will get an announcement of a new 2D Metroid developed oh, by whoever it is no, who did. No, I, I gotta leave. You're gonna break de- my heart when it doesn't. Developed happen. by whoever did. Put your earphones back on, Eugene. <laughs> um, developed by whoever did Samus Returns. They okay. finished Samus Returns and started work on a new Metroid game, and it might be it might be porting Samus Returns to the Switch, or it might be an all new 2D Metroid game for the Switch, but. I think as a stopgap for, you know, this Metroid Prime 4 debacle. And I don't think we're going to see the trilogy on Switch until they have more to say about 4. 
Like, they want to build up the hype for 4 within a certain window, and I think now is just way too early. Like, But I think now is a good time to release a much cheaper and easier to produce Metroid game that... You know, we haven't seen a sequel to Metroid Fusion yet. Like, Metroid Fusion was Metroid 4. All the Prime games take place in between 1 and 2. And... uh, It's not Zero Mission. What the hell? Well, yes, Zero Mission. But what the hell was the... um, Other M took place before Zero Mission slash the original Metroid. So we haven't had a Metroid 5 yet. So I think we're either going to get Samus Returns on the Switch or Metroid 5. 2D, developed by whoever did Samus Returns. Is that one of your predictions, Justin? Man, we've all got Metroid in (laughs) in us tonight. That was on my list before you all started talking about it. I just bumped it up because, you know, (laughs) it seems relevant. Metroid apparently, yeah. All right, well, Steve, Steve, say something about Metroid. Yeah, come on, give it to me. (laughs) No. No, because I was going to predict that the trilogy was coming to Switch with Amiibo support, but... You've already predicted it. that, so I, I axed mine out, and I'm just putting myself down for a half a point bonus if they do announce Amiibo support, <laughs> just to screw you, Eugene, because I know you don't want it. Um, so I'm going to quit talking about Metroid, and talk about I'm Shanti. going to talk... <laughs> no, Shovel actually, Knight. but another one of my favorites, Shovel Knight. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Yacht, Yacht Club Games, uh, they delayed the Shovel Knight release by a few months, quote-unquote, from their press release. I think the... <laughs> a few, re- I a think, few months plus a year or two. <laughs> I th- no, Well, no, no. I think what they're going to do is they're going to do a similar thing to what they did with the Switch launch, and they're going to announce that King of Cards is coming um, first to Switch with a same day release and the amiibo the fall you know that same friday of uh you know of e3 and i've my amiibo have been pre-ordered for like so, a year and a half now so you know with i'm already getting here. king day, of cards day one I at best the, buy. What, yeah well i'm already yeah day one from amazon and i've got the was a treasure trove or whatever the all-in-one collection is so i'm getting king of cards day one so I'm yeah. set whenever they decide they're ready to push that out the door. Of course, they still have to play the other two expansions, but, you know, minor details. So, yeah, so um, to sum it up, King of Cards will be available on Tuesday, the day of Nintendo's press conference, and the Amiibos will be shipped out by Friday, is my official prediction. I feel like nobody else in this group cares enough about Shovel Knight to have a long, in-depth conversation about this. <laughs> I've had it for two years now. This is my second year on this one. Well, it'll be right eventually. <laughs> I know. If I keep wishing it, it will be true. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that brings us around to me again, don't it? All right. So my next prediction is, and this might be a, I don't know, maybe a bold prediction. I don't know. But I think that what Nintendo, I think they might be a little light on games this year. Um, so what they're going to do in lieu of that is they're going to announce that virtual console is coming to nintendo switch online for super nintendo so um i guess not virtual console whatever the heck they're calling it but they're gonna uh, you know the 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 thing that they're doing now with nes games yeah i think that's more likely yeah the official nintendo thing 
No. Yeah, they'll release right. an official Nintendo SNES thing that you can download as part of your Nintendo Online, and they'll just start dripping games into that. And I think probably, I, I'm not going to predict the games, but if I had to guess, it's probably going to be like your Super Nintendo or Super uh, Metroid, Link to the Past, and Super Mario World. Those are going to be like the three ones that'll be on there, like on day. Yeah, one. remember in the GameCube days when Mario, Zelda, and Metroid were considered Nintendo's big three. Yeah, right? Seriously. <laughs> and then Seriously. we stopped getting games in all of those franchises for like a decade. <laughs> yeah, right? So, I, and I don't know about you guys, but I haven't really utilized the NES mode to be able to play two-player with people online. I would totally do that with Super Nintendo games. Like, I I think oh, yeah. that, like, two-player Super Mario World sounds amazing. I, like I can show Justin I'm better than him at Donkey Kong. <laughs> How are you going to play Donkey Kong? To, well, I mean, you take turns, Country. I guess. But, yeah, oh. I can show you I'm better. Oh, okay. And we can all show each care. other how much we all suck at the Star Wars game. What was it, Empire Strikes Back? For <laughs> No, all yeah. of them, oh, all yeah. of them are awful. All of them oh, are just man. Are you ready for a Pika? Because that was so hard. <laughs> I played... Uh, I went to a party last weekend... And uh, somebody brought a, a Raspberry Pi with a whole bunch of Super NES games on it. And I played the Indiana Jones game, which I'm pretty sure was the same developer. If it yeah. wasn't, they certainly copied the Super Star Wars um, formula mm -hmm. because it was ridiculously hard for no good reason. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not feeding you quarters. Why are you punishing me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Justin, I can't even beat Super kinda... Star Wars with 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 save states and cheats. That's how hard it is. Yeah, <laughs> Justin, that's kind of like you were saying saying a while ago. Is back when you bought those games, you only got like one every six months. Oh my god, mm -hmm. I have to tell my kids that all the time. It's like yeah. you know, you complain about you don't you want you want all these new games and everything. Do you have any idea what we lived with? You right. got, you got two new games every you're year. An old man. You either got you're, good you're at them. Get off my lawn already, old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You 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 either got good at them or you played the one you got last year. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's you you they make them so hard so that they last so long. So either you play it for six months until you get your next game super, or super just get good. It, it, to the average mm -hmm. player, it takes the same amount of time to beat Super Star Wars as it does Breath of the Wild. <laughs> right. <laughs> 350 hours. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. so that's my prediction. I, I think it would be great to have a Super Nintendo mode in there. We're not getting Super Star Wars, unfortunately. But actually, maybe we will, because it came to the PlayStation, right? And yeah. when it... Yeah, and I mean, well, okay. So here's the thing about that. I think, I think Disney will would more likely do what they did with PlayStation Network and release the game. And this is probably this is why we're not getting a virtual con console, honestly. Because look at we got the Mega Man collections, we got the Castlevania collection. Like these companies are like, hey, we can sell these games and pocket all the money and not have to pay a licensing fee to Nintendo. And we can bundle all of them together, or we can charge a premium for them. I think if Disney's going to release Super Star Wars, they're more than likely just going to do what they did on the PlayStation. And be like, here, here it is, ten bucks, it's yours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes. Well, sense. Well, where does Nintendo sit with all of their all of their ownership of the rights for LucasArts? Because we we had all those Nintendo sixty four no. games. Nowhere. I well, I, okay. Um, Nintendo did publish, um, the Rogue. 
like the Rogue Squadron series. I don't know what they published of the other ones, but um, they don't own like any distribution rights to it because those go to like you said LucasArts. They go to Factor Five. Factor right. Five is defunct. Um, the Rogue Squadron games were supposed to come out in a trilogy on the GameCube, and then that got moved to the Xbox. So obviously, like <laughs> the you know that kind of goes wherever the developer goes, and then it you know disappeared entirely. So um, I would love. I'll tell you, I'd rather have those three games than the super games, but that's a yeah, that's a story for an entirely different prediction. Let's move on before we spend <laughs> another fifteen minutes in the weeds. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. So I guess I'll make my third prediction. Or the swamps of Dagobah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well done. This this one is one I predicted last year, but I'm adding a little twist to it. Um. <laughs> Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze sold very, very well on Switch. So I think that they are going to give us Donkey Kong Country Returns 3, and King K. Rule is going to be in it. Well, Steve Steve is recycling his predictions like Nintendo recycles their old properties. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo makes money. Eventually I'm going to be right. <laughs> For, let's check for last year's E3. I think I've already listened to it, but it may... I'm pretty sure it's it's Donkey Kong and Shovel Knight. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I know those two were there. I'm oh, sure. And we still don't have either game, so we're going to get them at some point. I, They're not going yes, to not release another game. Donkey Kong Country Returns game. I would play it, though. I would play it. Yeah. I just don't want... I, I just don't want... Returns Retro and Tropical Freeze were great. Like, yeah. I, well, I, I just hope and, Retro's not doing it. Hey, all right. I... <laughs> I, is, I don't care is, if they are. People predicted the Crash Trilogy remaster was coming for decades. No, they're and still it predicting came. for decades. Again, eventually, <laughs> if you keep predicting it, it'll be right. But um, uh, and they've been predicting the Spyro Trilogy for quite a while too, and we still haven't even heard it came out. Like, just not on Switch yet. Than Right, but people keep saying... Anyway, um, I would love to see Donkey Kong Country Returns 3 or whatever, you know, they want to... You know, whatever you would call it. Um, not a legitimate prediction, but you know what I'd rather see? An HD remaster of the original Rare Trilogy. Like, take no. the take the original mm-hmm. assets, the original CGI assets, re, redo them yeah. in, in okay. 1080p no. and... Give us that beautiful no. '90s CGI in ooh, high definition. Give us 16 by nine. Every ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely here. not. No, no, <laughs> no. I do not want it. That game is pure, untainted. Leave it the <laughs> alone. That's it, but that's just it. It will be the exact same game. It'll be like no, the the monster won't. or the yeah the Wonder Boy game where it's basically the exact same game, the exact no. same gameplay, the exact same engine, but with a fresh coat of paint. I've seen them ruin far more games with than like that than they've gotten right. I don't I mean, want it. But, but you like, can't ruin it. Could, like, it's if it was the exact done right. Thing. All right, all right, all right. We're doing it. Okay, we're doing well, it again. Next prediction. Next wh- prediction. While we're, do- <laughs> while we're doing that, let's do Super Mario World HD. We'll just do that, too. Okay, yeah. I would love yeah, to sure. see a hand... Like, 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 yeah, Super Mario World, but with, like, hand-drawn graphics? Yeah, sign me no, up for that. No. I don't want that either. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I so love pixel art, but let's face it, the Donkey Kong Country graphics don't work too well for pixel art because you lose all the definition. 
Yeah. Ah, all right, so Justin, Justin Brian, really who's, who's next? Take us into our next prediction. Oh, Justin, I'll jump in just Steve really quick. I'm or, no, or, Brian. I'll jump in just Brian. really quick before we move on with a very, very quick uh, side tangent here. Steve, because you and I are the only ones who give a <laughs> shit. Uh, if Crash Team Racing comes out on uh, with online multiplayer, you and I will be playing that more than Minecraft. I'll guarantee Yes. That. Sold. Somebody had better bring me my wood, damn it. <laughs> easy, easy. Family friendly. Justin, did you see my sign? I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, a screenshot of it. I forgot to share it. <laughs> you were complaining last week that nobody comes to visit you, so I figured I'd make my, my presence. Now, nobody wants to play with me. <laughs> God, I need to stop making 90s references. Whose turn is it? Yours. Predict. Okay. All right. Um,. All right, well, again, not the next on my list, but since we're already talking about it in a roundabout way, and we sort of talked about it earlier, I think we are going to get rare games on Switch. Oh, God whether, damn it. Whether it, be, <laughs> whether it be like a dump of rare replay optimized for the switch Uh or Uh just Uh piecemeal hey here's here's banjo kazooie you know like they used to do on the xbox live arcade where you know 10 bucks you get banjo kazooie 10 bucks you get perfect dark you know but i think you know with 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 uh, nintendo and microsoft being so buddy buddy and rare wanting to do more you know kind of retro stuff and with the old rare developers kind of getting involved in you know, like you know, with like Playtonics and stuff like that, I think there's a very good chance they're going to want the classic rare games right where they belong on a Nintendo system in high definition. I want it. Give it to me. Give it to me now. <laughs> I've got enough money in my eShop account. I'll buy them. I'll buy them tonight. Give them to me. Perfect Dark. I... Online multiplayer. I will play it oh, tonight. Oh, don't. In, in Friendo yeah, Game Night. Come on. Dark Perfect again. Dark. I'd be all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I Hell, any, I, if my, anybody has Rare Replay or Perfect and Dark on Xbox Live, I'll play it with you tonight. Shoot oh, me Justin, a message. Justin will do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. That was one of mine too. But I mine went even one step further that we were gonna have some sort. Uh, Nintendo would have some sort of acquisition of Rare, where oh. they would go back and say this was ours in the first place, and we're taking it back. And even it, just because uh, Nintendo and Microsoft are playing so nice together, I would I was almost thinking it'd be like a 50-50 split. Yeah, I think there's certain properties that just that like are more Nintendo centric than Microsoft centric, and Microsoft has discovered that. Goldeneye like, sixty four. Are you going to play Goldeneye sixty four on any other system? No, because there are so many licensing issues wrapped around it that it will never come out. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we if we pick up Rare and they were able to like work nice with uh, who who else was the Activision. Activision? All right, let me. I, I I I did this in an article back when I wrote articles for Infendo. Um, the the companies that this would have to involve are literally Nintendo for the mm-hmm. game, Microsoft for Rare. Mm-hmm. Sony for the ownership of the film rights of 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 the Japan franchise and uh-huh. Activision the owners of the video game rights. So literally the four biggest names of, in video gaming would have to come together and mutually agree in order to get a golden high re-release. Well, hang on, hang on. Good so luck let's with think that. about this. 
Nintendo and Microsoft are already playing nice, so you've already got Nintendo and Rare Sony is not. Activision (laughs) is also playing nice because Crash has come to a Nintendo console. The only ones that are going to fuck it up for us are Sony. And let's face it, Activision has done nothing for Nintendo except release a remaster of a 20-year-old game. So, well, Ryan, you're going to have to go back and check the stats or the tapes, but I'm pretty sure I projected this same thing last year, so we're on the same wavelength, actually. All right, yeah. let's, I'll go back and I'll look. I, I've already listened to it. I wasn't taking notes. <laughs> but <laughs> I think as just an overarching thing for all of this, Justin, like just to Steve's point, everybody is playing nice. Well, three of the four are playing nice. But as far as getting actually getting this done, I, I think the overwhelming demand for the most loved game on, well, in my opinion, the most mm-hmm. loved game on Nintendo 64 would push these guys to get it done. It's just I would make, love it, to th- all it is is making a hashtag to trend on Twitter. And if that happens, <laughs> I would, then I would love to see it happen. I would love to see it happen, and it would benefit everyone involved. But I mean, basically, I'm sure Sony and Microsoft would have would be like, "Hey, it has to come out in our systems too." And Activision would be like, "Well, we have to have our name on it." And you know, this is just so. Then are you just you're just saying a multi? Well, what's which, okay? So what's what's weird to me? And again, we're gonna we're getting deep into the weeds on this one. But five hours show weird, tonight, guys. Let's do it. What What was weird to me was the Ghostbusters game. Not the not the one based on the on the movie that came out a couple of years ago, but the basically the Ghostbusters three, the one that was actually written by Dan O'Grady and Harold Ramis that came out on three sixty and PS three. Yeah. And Wii and PS two. Like Ghostbusters is distributed by Sony. Yeah. Columbia Columbia Pictures is a Sony um subsidiary. There was no reason for Sony to have released the Ghostbusters game on anything but PlayStation Three. And yet they and yes, they released it on everything. So right. there is, if Sony wants to play nice, they can. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's literally all all there is to it is they just have to you know they can't just take their ball and go home. They right. they have to learn to play nice with everybody else. That's all there is to it, and they refuse. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and we're kind of in an so era prediction. Where, Sony will where... play nice with everyone. Wait, that wasn't it. <laughs> rare, okay. game, rare, rare games on Switch. That was my prediction that got us all the way out here in no man's land. Rare games on Switch announced at E3. Next prediction. Yeah, <laughs> Brian, you have the floor. I do. Me? Yeah. This is ah, why I can't shit. tell whose turn it is. <laughs> Look well, at the notes. That's why, that's why I keep going. This is I why keep... we're not playing. This is why we're not playing a game this week, ladies and gentlemen. There's no way we could do this and Nintendo <laughs> in one episode. We would be yeah. here until three o'clock in the morning. And it's, it's so hard for me to keep going back and forth with the show notes because I'm so invested into looking at your guys' faces and your reactions to this this conversation. <laughs> I am a beautiful human being. I I already said I that Justin is the most beautiful human. being in the entire world so eh, look at that he dropped his stream so i couldn't look at him anymore i will blow up your house his in wa- minecraft his wife is getting super jealous of me <laughs> <laughs> he's blushing well it's it's uh, i mean it, justin grabbed one of mine um we went on the whole metroid thing i've got a couple of more on my list here eugene how many Two do each. we have left I've, I've lost count so this will be your um, third. You're on number we'll, three. You you have three left. <laughs> I've I've three left. Oh god. Damn unless it. so unless you wanted to make your Nintendo buys rare part one of your predictions because yeah. that okay that that would be I different. would yeah. I would 
I would go so far as to jump ahead of Justin, and instead of just having multi-platform releases, I think that Nintendo will buy at least a piece of Rare so that they okay. can get those licenses back. Yeah, I can, I can, I can go with go go with that as a separate mm-hmm. okay. yeah that makes yeah. prediction. Okay. All right, well, well then, then I guess you're already there. Why don't you Eugene? give us your number four then, Brian? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Um, man, I've got two on my list. All right, let's do that. <laughs> Order goes just right out the window. <laughs> I'm going to say both, and then between you three, you choose which one you deem most bingoable. Okay. <laughs> well, well, we here's, do we do have we do have one five predictions my... though, so you can use yeah, them both. Yeah, so you, you need want. to okay. do two more. All right, so okay, so I'll yeah, do two. Yeah, then. you've got. Um, so this is the one that everybody has been saying for years, and and it's gonna happen eventually. We just need a date on it. An HD remaster of Skyward Sword. Oh, God okay. damn it! Give me my Skyward Sword. Okay. I swear yes. to God. And keep the motion controls, I, even if they're right, optional. Keep right. the motion I mean, it's, controls. It's the, the Joy-Con are perfectly able to yeah. do that. There's any reason why they can't. And the, Hell, the Wii Remote Plus was right. perfectly capable of doing them. I don't know why so many people had so many problems with it. Everything in that work, Dude, you had to... Like, but All of that, it, it, comparably now, all of that was just garbage technology. Like, uh, we sure. can all agree on that. It worked for what it was, and it was great at the time, but we're we're so far ahead of that now. And with the, like, the, the like, super great motion controls on the Joy-Con and the IR sensor that's on there, yeah. even if they put out a, just, like, a little, a little dongle or whatever that you put on your table, and then you can... You know, you know what amuses me? Everybody's like, oh, motion controls are so stupid. Motion controls are terrible. I'm glad oh, we're I done with it. motion controls. Hey, give me my... Hey, check out this new VR game where yeah. you wear a thing on your face and you move your hands around to do stuff on the screen. <laughs> motion controls! <laughs> you are literally playing what Nintendo told you you were going to be playing. You're just wearing it on your face instead. No, but I'm just blasting a bazooka. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, I, uh, it, for as much as Miyamoto was struggling with it in that E3 demo, I think that it worked perfectly fine on the on the Switch when it first, or on the that Wii when it first came That final battle out. on Skyward Sword, like, I was standing up in my living room going full yes. swing against, right. uh, against the final right. boss. Like, that was intense. And, and to your sweat. credit, and to your credit, Brian, it could be so much better now because the technology is just so much better, oh right? Goodness. Like yeah. it, it could just yeah. be exactly what Miyamoto and Nintendo visualized it to be, and on the perfect system for it, in my opinion, you know. And then to your credit, Justin, they can also make it available in handheld mode, right? Just add button controls. Right. Somehow, well, yeah. Look you know? at what they do with right. Pokemon Let's Go. Like Pokemon Let's Go was clearly built around the motion controls but they're like hey you can't do that in, in handheld so here's another like just map it's simple just map the sword swings to the second joystick which didn't right. exist on the Wii so you know it's it, you don't have to worry about using up something that you know like a button or whatever that you already needed yeah. for something else right. like there were no camera controls on the Wii it was you know Ocarina of Time style you press a button it centers behind them so you use this to do right. your swings and you can play it in handheld mode 
Yeah, I they they can do so much, right? Like they're they, there are ways they can be creative with it. That is a perfect example. So, come on, Nintendo, give it to me. We all want it. You know, I, everybody wants it. One tiny little addition to that was was it Twilight Princess or was it Skyward Sword where they switched Link from being left-handed to right-handed? Both. Ooh. It was yeah. Okay, here's. The GameCube and version the, was... Yeah, in the original yeah. GameCube Twilight Princess, Link was left-handed. Right. When they released it on the Wii, they flip-flopped the entire game <laughs> the because most, most people played with the Wii Remote in their right hand and it just right. was more natural. Then Skyward Sword, they made him right-handed and built the game around it. Right. So, so I think my tiny little addition to that is for folks who still love Link as a left-handed hero or people Get who, over it handed they <laughs> get over it <laughs> he's a fictional character they'll, get over it <laughs> in in well let's talk to lucas about a canon timeline here and we'll see, we'll see who's gonna <laughs> i think that they should or may i doubt it but have the ability to switch links like completely flop his character without flopping the entire world. It, Justin, correct right. me if I wrong, but they did that for Twilight yep. Princess, didn't they? They flopped no, the they flopped the entire world. No, they, as as yeah. a matter of fact, the right. sun the sun rises in the west and sets yeah. in the east. Like they yeah. literally mirrored the entire game. So just take the <laughs> asset of just his character and be able to mirror think, that without flopping the whole world. I think the problem with doing that and the reason they flopped the whole game is. Be, is the side that his sword is on comes into play in the way you interact with objects and yeah. it was probably too complicated to re like situate objects and stuff and right. it's just so much easier to just flip the whole thing but well, the there's also the world is right handed so might yeah and I was there a day night cycle in Skyward Sword I can't remember or was it just always so. day I don't, I, I don't remember no, there was a day-night cycle because I remember exploring Skyloft. I don't know if there was yeah. in the underworld though. Underworld, the the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> when you go to. Um... <laughs> yeah, I think hmm. you might be right, but, but okay. Either well, way, yeah. I'm I'm all it. on board for that prediction. Yes, please give me that. All right, so I guess well, I guess we're all out of order. So I don't know if you, one of you guys wants to take <laughs> next, or if I should go next, or but uh, I don't have a, the the uh, the two that I have left have nothing to do with anything anybody has mentioned yet tonight, except you know Steve kind of alluded to something. So okay. I got well, nothing to segue yeah. off of. We have here from your well. Okay. Um. Yeah. So me then. That's yeah. you. And I might be able to segue okay. off of you. <laughs> Oh, well, because I know Eugene likes talking about Minecraft. Let's get a Switch an or a Smash announcement in there. Uh, Minecraft Steve is going to oh, be announced yeah. <laughs> as the summer Smash Brothers character. Uh. I'm not against <laughs> it, but I'm not excited about he's, it. <laughs> he's already he's already been in a leak. I really want a Minecraft Steve amiibo, even if this is my pie in the sky prediction, which okay. I think it is. All right. What's his neutral I, B? <laughs> what? Pick what Can you speak English? B? What is what, his neutral B, Steve? Neutral B. What's You're Link's not moving neutral and you B? press the sword slash. Okay, neutral so B is would... you are standing still. Button. So for Mario, it would be a fireball. For Link, it would okay. be a... Uh, I guess Link is the yeah, arrow, right? An arrow. Okay. So he uses he uses a sword. Or he can use a bow and arrow, either way. Or he can use or a crossbow. Okay, all right. 
I would sooner see Steve or as an assist trophy. No. Mm-mm. We get some other Microsoft-owned characters nope. that have more relation to <laughs> Nintendo as a playable character. Well, Not you can make any that your prediction. Or anything. Pick, pick your My own. prediction <laughs> is Minecraft Steve. <laughs> I don't care if I'm wrong. Minecraft Steve. My you usually don't, and you usually are. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Just look at the Nintendo stores. Steve, (laughs) so if Minecraft Steve becomes a thing, that might be the only thing that gets me to play Minecraft. If if Minecraft Steve becomes a thing. In any capacity, it would just be Steve in Smash. (laughs) Well, no, I was actually talking to to Justin the other day. uh, Actually, pre-show, I might um, pick up the Minecraft story mode. No, for the love of God. Oh, no. I like Telltale games. If you're going to play, come play with us. That's a cop out, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean part of part of what makes Minecraft fun is the community aspect of it. Like Yeah. Sure. It's like especially now that we have <sighs> realms and and anybody can drop in and out at any time, like like get either go all in on it or just never yeah. or just decide you're never going to play it cuz <laughs> Eugene, I got to throw this in there. Minecraft Steve may get me to play Smash Brothers again. Well, just throwing that out there. It's you never did play enough. Smash Brothers. You just spectated. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. You're a lurker. You're a Smash lurker. <laughs> no, that, we, that in Minecraft we call them be. creepers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's what I would be. Right. I would be on the top of the largest mountain in Brample Plamp. You and can't I would be, be on the top of the largest mountain. Brample that's where I'm Stamp. building my mansion. Oh God! There's a lot of large mountains. Do you know you're in the tallest? <laughs> I'm in the tallest that I found in the limited amount of time I spent looking for one. I also picked right, one near a right. village so I could steal things. I, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Minecraft a little bit more in this episode, so I'm going to move it right along to my prediction number four. <laughs> um, I predict, and Minus, I hope you're listening here, um, I predict that... Camelot comes out. They've it's been what a couple two years now since Aces. That that was probably the last game that they've worked on. Mario, they're working. No, 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 no. We're we're talking RPG, and we're talking Golden Sun Four or Golden Sun. No, Mario Golf is an RPG. No, we don't want Mario Golf. We want Golden Sun. We want the newest version of Golden Sun on the Switch. And on top of that. I don't know that this is necessarily going to happen, but I don't I, want I think... Golden Sun. I want Mario Golf. Well, guess what, Justin? This is not your prediction. This is my prediction. So <laughs> we're getting Golden Sun, and they're going to announce that there's a Golden Sun trilogy coming along with it because of the, all the older games. So then we can get caught up on um, the older Golden Sun games. Not necessarily like in a virtual console release, but you know, like a something that you can buy on the side, maybe like as a digital download. I can buy your mom on the side. Then there it is. <laughs> 138, everybody. Or 136, pardon me. I need to all right, Justin. my phone so. <laughs> Since you're poo-pooing all over my prediction, what's your number four prediction? I'm not poo-pooing all over it. I just don't care. I've never played Gold. <laughs> We're going to poo-poo Sun, on so yours. So it has absolutely no relevance to me whatsoever. That is my Minecraft. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. I can go with my prediction number two or my prediction number three. Two and um, a half. 
four, <laughs> four, five, nine. <laughs> Three sixty-eight and. All right, I'm two just days. gonna. I'm just gonna. This. This is the. This would have been the next one on my list if I went in order. So, I. It's kind of a kind of a dumb announcement, but I know they've done it in the past, but they also have not done it in the past. But I think we're going to get a sword and shield dual pack announced. Like when they give us our information mm. dump on Pokemon, they're okay. gonna say, and also you can buy both of them together in this beautiful shiny steel case for you insane people who don't realize that it's the exact same game with <laughs> just slightly different furry things in it. <laughs> you don't you, you don't think be that'll be really announced good, on Steve. the sixth? Oh sorry Steve, go ahead. You don't think that'll be announced on the 6th at the Pokemon Direct? Oh, f- I forgot there was going to be a Pokemon Direct. <laughs> all right, hang on. Skip me. No, no, no. All right. I've got, okay. I've, all right. I've, I've, I've got another one. I'll do my number three. Um, okay. Amiibo Nintendo is going to have, besides the Smash Amiibo, which we know are coming, I think Nintendo is going to tell us something else that has an amiibo tied to it that's going to have some sort of significant functionality we might see a new set a new collection probably almost undoubtedly we're going to see something for Link's awakening um amiibo's not dead nintendo is going to continue using it um and and yeah maybe we might finally get that game that amiibo game we all wanted but i know they're just they're going to continue making them because Let's face it, even though they don't have a whole lot of functionality, crazy people like Steve and me will still buy them. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they look cool. And I, th- I and I'll I think right Amiibo are dead charger. because they haven't even put them in Mario Maker because they suck. Sorry, Nintendo. I hope you're listening. <laughs> oh, don't remind me. But I'm really pissed off about that. Uh, you know... You, you, nah, it doesn't bother me none. I have a I, binder I, I, I saw and you guys two all toy boxes all, all full of amiibo. About, like, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't. <laughs> what am I gonna right, do with f- these things now? <laughs> display them like everybody else has. No, I mean like I. sales. I. Yeah, I'm upset about the lack of amiibo support in, in Mario Maker, and I'm hoping that's something they'll patch in later. Especially since a lot of the assets already exist. Just you know. Drag from Mario Maker One, drop in Mario Maker Two. That's all you got to yeah. do. Like the... right-click, rename, export. Got it. Exactly. You know, like I mean, I mean, you've already have the art, art assets and everything like that. I don't know why they can't reuse them. Um, but I don't know. Like every time we think Amiibo is dead, they release another one. So you know, I I think something that comes out. This year, Nintendo's going to say, hey, we got, guess what? We've got new Amiibo for it as well. And, you know, I think they just, I think they, I think they like them too much. I think we like them too much. Mm-hmm. We're still buying yeah. them. When, when Justin the Smash ones said. come out, we, they still disappear from shelves. So I, I'm buying Justin them is twice. very passionate about his Amiibo. I'm buying them twice. I'm buying them for the figure and the card. <laughs> but only certain ones. Okay, well, you're not. No, no, no offense to our sponsor here, but that's not the same as buying two amiibo no, from not. Nintendo. <laughs> it's true. Sure. Cool. Well, we're on to our final predictions. Um, does anybody want to take first on their final one? My last one, I'm going to play pretty safe. We know Bayonetta's 
uh, 3 is far along in development. I'm thinking that's going to be our November game. Okay. So you Stop. think? So okay. I, I mean, yeah, that seems fair to me. <laughs> all right, fair. Steve right. just wants another game. Sexy female protagonists. That's all. Well, I are, I own the first two, and I haven't even booted them up yet. But oh, hey, I'm all I for a good sexy I've female protagonist. I finished Bayonetta 1 on the Wii U. I got about halfway through Bayonetta 2 and then kind of fizzled out, so I still have to finish that. Fair. All right, well, Not I'm that the go story's next. that important. It makes no freaking sense. <laughs> it's oh, not about the story. You don't play for the story. <laughs> so you play for the next. timeline. It's not necessarily piggybacking off of Bayonetta or anything like that. However, it should make you happy here, Steve. So as I piggybacking I've... off of Bayonetta, God, there's just so many things wrong with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> as I've said already in the show, it, Nintendo seems to kind of not necessarily have a lot of big things right now to announce on this show. So I think what they're oh, going to do is they're going to fill in with a bunch of little things. So. As they've been partnering up with, you know, the Cadence of Hyrule, for example, to give Zelda out to other developers, I think that we are going to hear from a familiar friend, and we're going to hear an announcement of Hyrule Warriors 2. And because it seems like the... Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. What? <laughs> it, it seems like the Switch version of Hyrule Warriors just, like, sold tremendously, right? And it... Seem, out, out of yes, nowhere. Yes, but Steve it, it bought no... most of those copies. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. It, it had no right to sell as well as it did, right? Like, it's a right. game that's Steve already come out on the Steve didn't actually 3DS. play the game for 400 hours. He played... <laughs> he bought four copies and played it for 100 hours each. Yeah, right? <laughs> or did I yeah, buy no, really, 400 like that, copies that, and play them each for an hour? That game came out on the Wii U. It came out on the 3DS. It came out again on right. the Switch, and it sold Gangbusters. So... It only makes sense mm -hmm. for another version to come out, and I think Hyrule Warriors 2 is a no-brainer. So I'm I not going to lie, Eugene. See... That was almost my fifth prediction. Okay. <laughs> see, I would rather I see them not do even another uh, Musa game in a different franchise and just kind of see what they can do as they bounce around from genre to, or, or from franchise to franchise. Because I don't know what else they could do with a Hyrule Warriors besides more of the same. Which I guess is what the Warriors series is anyway. Yeah, but. like yeah, it, just exactly. an, another Six of one half dozen of the other. Uh, more mobs. I was going to say, you, you, give me, you give me the same game with a similar story and an expanded roster. Oh wait, that's just Smash Brothers. Yeah, sell it to me again. See you for Smash. Well, but what could they do though, Justin? Right? They they already have they already have the engine, but they can add right. potentially like more um, enemy types, and yep. you know different bosses and like yeah, well like, that's like... so they they do another set of timelines. So you throw in, you know, like all those DLC timelines that they or not timelines, but uh, the adventure maps. They could turn mm -hmm. those each into different branches of a timeline. So you could have a Link's Awakening timeline with, uh, you know, enemies from Link's Awakening, and, you know, maybe you fight the uh, Nightmare from the end of that game as the final boss in that area, or a mini-boss in that area, or whatever. Um, you do a section from Majora's Mask. You do a section from Breath of the Wild, because it would be kind of cool to see mm -hmm. that in the warrior style, too. Oh, that's true, it because be that came out really before pre-Warriors. It's, it's almost copy and paste at that point. You just, mm -hmm. it's just different skins. 
So, yeah, sign me up. Um, I want it. And, yeah, I didn't want to predict it because I, you know, didn't want to get my hopes up. And now you got done, got my hopes up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Steve, I really need need Lucas to jump on here so we can can just be buddies on this. But I feel like you saying that we need an expanded roster is just going to start creating more and more non-canon characters that we don't need. (laughs) And then all of your different timelines that you're putting in there, they're just going to have to go back and retcon everything. And just because of Hyrule Warriors 2, to be be fair, I mean, uh, not not to to get... Not to get too deep into this, but Hyrule Warriors is already considered non-canon, so there. <laughs> which is which is rather amusing to me because it does a better job of explaining the timeline than the Historia does. Does it though? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Does it yeah. though? <laughs> it's still got the split timeline theory. It merges together at the end of the story. It all works. I hate it. I'm liking this this theory here. Um, all right, so uh, as long as we're talking about and Zelda, Lucas will I'll back do me my I'll do my <laughs> last prediction. Uh, my prediction is uh, the Zelda CDI games HD remastered on the Switch. Oh God! No, <laughs> no okay. Oh my God! <laughs> no, no, okay. No. All right, you, I'm like typing in the I'm show notes and everything. That. You're fired. <laughs> I am not. I'm not going that ridiculous. Although I would buy it. Um, of course you would. No, um, <laughs> I. I decided to kind of piggyback off of my last prediction. I think we're going to see more Labo, and I think Nintendo's going to do uh. more with Labo VR, and I think they're going to do a better job of kind of using the Labo VR as it is to create experiences that work well within it, because... Pretty much every review, I've put limited time into Labo VR because I just haven't had the time. But um, from what I've been hearing from a lot of people, Labo VR, like the games that are contained within it, are good and fun and work. Yeah, Breath of the Wild VR, not so much. Mario Odyssey VR, okay, not a whole lot to do. But the actual Labo VR experience is actually good and i think nintendo's going to double down on that and give us like a labo vr 2 with more fleshed out experiences that are catered to the the device they already have so so by that are you saying that you are you're thinking that they're going to come out with an entirely new set with a new cart inside with all I, new games or are you saying that you think that there's just going to be expansion packs with more cardboard and then DLC for, for what we already have um, I don't know because my, my my prediction kind of kind of split somewhere in the middle because I do believe with the success of Labo VR we are going to see more Labo sets that aren't Labo VR like we'll see okay. a, a kit five that's something else that we didn't know we wanted because that's what Nintendo does right but I think that while they are releasing more kits they will also kind of expand upon what they built with Labo VR and maybe like combine the driving set with the VR set and give us Mario Kart 8 VR with you know the pedals and the steering wheel like I, yeah. I, I think Nintendo is going to take what they already have with Labo combine it with you know other things and create like this like Uber VR build your own Frankenstein's monster of right. of VR 
of VR interactive cardboard gaming. Like, I, I don't think that. I don't think Labo is is dead. I think they're at least going to release one more kit for it. Okay, and that's fair. It's, it, and, and it's, maybe it's streamline what they already have in in the VR. It's funny too because I was listening to some podcast or watching some YouTube channel or something, but apparently they've already shown a lot of the VR stuff when they initially showed Labo in some of the videos, and we just didn't realize that it was for VR. So I think you might be onto something there, Justin, mm-hmm. that they've had a plan for Labo all along, and they're just going to kind of stick through it, you know? Stick well, and I just saw I just saw some third-party developer that announced a VR experience for Switch the other day. I just don't remember who or what it was. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and this is the thing: is like it's it's like a Rumble Pack. It's like a you know an amiibo or whatever. Like the the Nintendo, what Nintendo likes to do is create the device, put it out there, and see what other developers will do with it. And like nine times out of ten, other developers completely ignore it. And but sometimes you, you know get a it just pack. yeah yeah and then fall, and then fall fight yeah <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I mean you, you it's it is hit or miss and in all seriousness but like if you get something like a lot of people who didn't care about the other labo kits bought a labo VR because I thought it would be neat and I think other companies are going to come in and be like hey people have this thing let's do something with it like either you know modify like i think with labo vr you could potentially turn the switch into the next 3ds you know you've got 3d technology right there now you know it's a low res but so mm-hmm. is the 3ds sure sure Don't well, even if even if we're combining predictions here even if they were to put out some sort of switch mini and then uh, add in some sort of vr with that it may be easier to handle than a giant switch right in your face. If you get a smaller screen, almost like the the plastic clips that they had for the VR, you just you just stick your phone in there, and that's a much yeah. smaller screen. It's much more manageable. I mean, I don't want to keep on building on this prediction, but um, virtual console um, for a Virtual Boy on Labo VR. I want that. Uh, that's that's another thing Nintendo can. Reach I would into buy my Labo VR for that actually. For. I, I definitely would. Like, yeah, like, I mean, released a like, like if I could play the original Mario's Tennis and Red Alarm and, and all those things all over again without having to pay to get my Virtual Boy or Bur- Virtual Boys fixed, um, that'd be great. <laughs> Virtual Boy 2.0. This time, it doesn't burn your retinas. Or does it? <laughs> no, all right, Brian, I think you're sick. about ready to take us home with your final prediction. So why don't you hit us? All right, this is my last one here. I I I just laid my head down on my desk because I thought that you were going to steal my last prediction, Eugene. <laughs> but <laughs> thankfully, you didn't. My last prediction is, I mean, with the with the like reveal of Cadence of Hyrule. I think that Nintendo is going to be working a lot more with indie developers, especially since we have so many more of these Nindies coming. And I think what they're going to at least mention is more indie games with Nintendo licenses. I think if there is any sort of, uh, any new kind of kart racing game, they threw Mario in there or or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, just like something like Cadence of Hyrule where they're gonna take Mm -hmm some some license and then put some sort of small piece of that into it and in the game hell let the axiom verge people make the next metroid or something like that you know like stuff like that okay see and and see this is this is where i'm going to disagree 
Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't want to see somebody who already makes a Metroid knockoff make a Metroid game. Let them. Well, you why? know why? What? People that made people that made knockoffs of the Sonic games made Sonic Mania. What knockoffs <laughs> of Sonic games did they make? They like, like remade they yeah they remade the original game in their own engine and made it run better. And Sega saw that and they're like, hey, maybe you ought, we ought to start letting these guys make Sonic games. And it made the best Sonic game that has been out in years. So I'm, I'm with Brian on this so one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eugene played it. Mm-hmm. Eugene but, but played they Sonic. Made, I mean, they, they, they basically made the Sonic Genesis games all over again. They didn't iterate on it. They didn't improve on it or anything. Like that. just but like that's just it. Same, which is good. They did a good that's job. A, that's they did exactly a good what job they wanted. It. But Nintendo, but Nintendo, that's not what Nintendo wants. And personally, that's not what I want. If we're going to get a new Metroid game, I want to see Nintendo say, all right, here's a new Metroid game and it's going to do something you don't expect. Not, you know, here's somebody who already copied a game we already made and then they're just going to copy it back into the game we already made. <laughs> so so I mean, then we wait so 20 years for another good like, one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, I, I'd, I'd rather a good one play a, a Metroid game than wait for years and years and years and whispers of Metroid Dread to get another 2D Metroid game, you know? Like, well, and that's what I was saying about about bringing in the cadence of Hyrule and the remaster of Link's Awakening is they're putting out small things to build more interest in the franchise. So like yeah. Justin, you said, we would much rather play a brand new Metroid game, however small it is, just to have the ability to be able to do that instead of some cheap knockoff or uh, just a port of the game. And, and, you know, like, I was actually, this is actually something I was hoping Nintendo would do anyway, because they used to do the same thing when they had two systems. Hey, we don't have enough time or resources to build a full 3D console entry in this series, but in a few months we can throw together a portable version of it and it will sell just as well. So we'll put it on the Game Boy Advance, we'll put it on the DS, 3DS, whatever. Like, now that the Switch is kind of the one and only, like, I would like to see... I was happy when they announced um, Link's Awakening because I was hoping for a top-down Zelda on the Switch. Right. I'd like to see more of that, which is, again, goes back into my Metroid 2D prediction from earlier. (laughs) Hey Brian, how uh, this comes from Phantom in the chat. Yeah. How do you feel about giving me- the Metroid license to Image and Form games? I I mean honestly, it it doesn't really matter who it goes to. I mean, yeah, that that'd be uh, yes. I will say yes, that would be great. But yeah. the it doesn't matter who it goes to. They just need to do a damn good job. You right. know, yeah. it right. could be. That's the reason why Nintendo canceled the whole project in the first place is because yeah. it wasn't going to be a good game. And that's Nintendo. Yeah. If Nintendo yep. can mm-hmm. see that they're putting out a piece of shit, then, sorry, Eugene. If Nintendo can <laughs> see that they're putting out a piece of shit, sorry, Eugene, then they're, <laughs> they're going to cancel the whole project and they're going to start over. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and we, but going back to like the indie things, and one of the reasons why I don't want to see like somebody like Axiom Verge developers do Metroid is look at what Nintendo has done. They said, here, here is a rhythm based, procedurally generated whatever kind of game rhythm you already said rhythm based whatever kind of a game Crypt of the Necro Dancer is let's sure. give them a Zelda uh, license now those two things should not go together 
Oh, they but don't. They're, but but they're but going they to. Do. And that's what and that's what I love. Like I wanted to see Nintendo say, "Hey, here is a developer that makes a really good game that doesn't Metroid, Mario, whatever. Let's give this license to them mm-hmm. and see what they can do with it that is completely different from what we would ever think to do with it." DDR Mario mix, you know, give me more of that, you know. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm I'm totally oh, with you on that, but why not both? Like I I don't see why, and you know like I know what you're gonna say on this because I already know how you feel about these games, Justin. But what remember when Capcom had the Zelda license and we got like three top-down Zelda games in the span of like you know a decade? I want that again. Like maybe they're not gonna be quite as good yeah. as a Nintendo-made one, but at least we're getting a metroid title again in a 2d form you know like and, and we might be it's getting just, in, in we might be getting too much in the weeds on specific like drilling down on the metroid but like to your point brian like yeah maybe give animal crossing to like some weird developer on mobile and let it make a i don't know a, a, a jeweled matching a board game, game like all i bejeweled or something like that or a board game like you said yeah that's what's <laughs> like that, for know, another uh, mobile animal crossing <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe ba- maybe bad example there, but yeah, like let's <laughs> the, these um, IPs are beloved, right? Like let's yeah. use them and let let's not to a point where we're rubbing them in the dirt, like you said, Brian. And, but like you know, yeah, like, like if Nintendo doesn't like it, they won't release it. So yeah, uh, right. Well, and and it, I I understand what what they did with Capcom and how they pushed out the games, but at this point. It almost just makes me dirty to play a Zelda that isn't Nintendo. You know, and I I don't know how I feel about Crypt of the Necro Dancer in the first place. It's almost like I, and I understand that this was my prediction. It's mostly just Zelda for me. I mean, I'm wearing a Zelda shirt. I it's just Zelda specifically for me to see a game that's made by something else that somebody else that makes me feel dirty. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. Do you feel I'm, dirty too, Justin? I, I <laughs> taking the question seriously. I go, I go both ways on on that because, on one hand, yes, I do think the Capcom developed Zelda games, for example, are inferior to the Nintendo made ones. But on the other hand, right. I'm kind of with Eugene, where I would rather see a B tier game in a beloved franchise that is really good. Maybe not groundbreaking, sure, but really good, and and, and you know as a stopgap until uh, until the the big one comes out. So then I guess I guess again specifically to that point, we just need to wait and see how good Crypt of the Necro Dancer actually is. Mm-hmm. If they can prove that to us that a second party or third party can make a beloved Zelda game then I mean we should be in the clear but again it depends on who's making it yeah right like we're, we're not gonna just give it to any old person right but like maybe give it oh my god Steven give Yacht Club the Zelda franchise but make them make a Zelda 2 game yes side-scrolling yes. <laughs> ooh side-scrolling I would buy the out of that you, sorry Eugene Eugene <laughs> You just sold Justin on the idea that he's been fighting for 10 minutes. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. And okay, but the me too. <laughs> but here's the here's the thing, like I want to I've been I want a remake of Zelda 2 anyway, 
but give it to somebody who is competent at doing 2D platformers. Um, but Shovel Knight isn't a Zelda game. Um, Shovel Knight no. isn't even a Zelda 2 game, per se. Like, like, yeah, it shares elements in like some of the moves and the leveling up system, but like it's it's still not but saying, the, hey, you made a game just like ours, now make ours. Yeah, right. but the excitement that you just got when Eugene said that gives merit <laughs> to Brian's original idea. Yeah. Right. Which is all I've been trying to argue this whole time. Right. <laughs> like I said, all I, right, all right. I can well, go either we, way we've on been it. talking E3 for days and days and days and we can talk for days and days longer, but we are not gonna. We're going to take a little break and we will be right back. Step right up, Kongs. Now is your chance to get your suggestion in for Swanky's Bonus Bonanza over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. All right, and we are back. It is change the system time, kind of. Um, we are going to let our guest talk about the games he's been playing this week because obviously we went a little long with our E3 predictions, as we knew we would. But uh, we want to give Brian a little chance to talk about the games he's been playing, and Steve to inevitably talk about Minecraft. Yeah. I, Gene, I have to tell you that you made a mistake uh, by adding me <laughs> to <What is laughs> this, this section. Um, so take a guess at what I've been playing. Shante. Ooh, ooh, ooh pick me, pick me. Uh, Shovel Knight. <laughs> Shante. I, oh God, home improvement. I, my life would be so complete. All right. Well, I really, I should have been track of the timers, but I have been playing a ton of Minecraft. A ton of Minecraft. And you know who's been there with me? Steve. The whole time. The whole time. I, the best part of this was again that we had. It was, I mean, it was a long weekend. I wasn't at work. I, I stayed out of the office. I closed my it, computer because I didn't want to be bothered. It was a long weekend for me, too, because I had to work the whole fucking weekend. Well, in a different sense, it was a very long weekend for you. <laughs> and uh, being able to sit there and work with Steve while he was sitting there at the at the tent sale, essentially doing nothing, because that's his job to do nothing. This guy gets to sit that's around doing nothing all day. Flawless <laughs> tent. Flawless tent. Flawless. Regardless... Hey, of the rain yeah. and the hail and everything doesn't matter I, um, that he still I, got internet in that tent yeah 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 i i tuesday tuesday morning i told my wife that it was so hard for me to go back to work after the previous two days not joking 12 at least 12 hours a day playing minecraft you're so kidding me i'm not joking. no he's not unfortunately he I'm was in there joking. as much as i, I don't was. think i've played games I don't think I've played games like that since Grand Theft Auto Vice City came out. Uh, Maybe San Andreas, but that's the last time I remember actually playing games that long continuously. The same game. My um, my only other top hours spent in a game is Breath of the Wild, and I that I am very quickly approaching that with Minecraft. I think I've got 235 hours into Breath of the Wild, and last time I checked, I was at like 155 with Minecraft. Jeez. Strangely so, enough, I still only have five hours in Minecraft on Switch, despite the amount of time I've spent in it with you guys. It, uh, but I, I mean, the first thing that you did was go clear out the top of a mountain, then left. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. To be so, fair, I have very limited gameplay time. Right, yeah. yeah. 
Well, my uh, my thing that I'm spending so much time on is uh, justice, like you, and unlike uh, Steve, who is it? EP who's doing the mountain? Yes, yeah, EP's doing the mountain. Yeah. So instead of you guys, where you're kind of you know building up from that mountain, I'm actually building down. So my first space goes into this mountain that I've turned into a volcano with like smoke on the top and everything. It's got like a launch mm-hmm. pad where Steve made me my rail. From Eugene, just close your just close your zoom to you, you can you can leave now. Uh, my little my little rail goes to my launch pad uh, so I can ride back and forth. And then I made a tunnel from there, staircase all the way down that goes back into the main spot. And then now. What I look at it, he dropped. Ah, there oh, we're, he still is. Ta- we're still talking. Oh, no, I'll be back. Uh, Sorry. So, uh, so, <laughs> so I moved from basically like the basement, I would say, and I, I made another tunnel to another hill and then completely cleared out all of that hill. Okay. Uh, I can't speak too much about it because uh, I'm still waiting to surprise Steve. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it gives me joy. But basically, just I, I cleared out the entire inside of another mountain, and it's very tedious work. But uh, somebody's got to do it, so you know that guy might as well be me. You know what I'm talking about? I, I will say yeah. that the cool thing about Minecraft, and I've never played it, but it's super cool that all of y'all can just go in and just kind of do your own thing, live in the same world, and I'm saying. You know, yeah, right. and and the 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 even better part about that is not only are we in there. And we're all there. We may be in, in completely right separate now. places, but it's it's almost like a um, it's almost like a kickball game between friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody's at their own house. Everybody's doing their own thing. But when one guy has help with something, like um, yeah, uh, everybody's there. Yeah, everybody's there. Everybody come. Everybody comes to help. If we're clearing out, um, who? Uh, what? Hellhound, Steve. Yeah. If we're clearing out uh, a water temple that we found and we're doing nothing but putting stitches around so we can get the water out, everybody comes to help. And everybody grabs a sponge and we all get <laughs> the water. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Or like I took out two of the three elder guardians there and then he went in and killed the third one. And, right. You know, yeah. then I brought the stuff to build a conduit and then, you know, he started hollowing it out. Like it's just. <laughs> It's this whole community thing, and it goes one step further than what Brian's saying. It's not even so much that we're all in the same world and we're all on the same team and helping each other out and whatnot. It's more the fact Mm -hmm. that we're all in different states on different platforms. Like, sure. You know, like me me and Justin, well, Justin plays mostly on, I think, Xbox One now. Uh, Well, no, is entirely PC. if I'm playing on the TV, I usually will play it on the Xbox One, and then when I'm right. ready to go to bed, I'll log out, you play it on the log Switch. in on my Switch, and play it right, yeah, play yeah. on the Switch, and like just like that, like right. no Brian. What's like just what's your platform? The, the time it takes to turn one off and turn the other on. Yeah, what's that, Steve? Brian, Brian, what's your platform of choice that you play it on mostly? Oh, I'm I'm always on Switch. I'm all Switch okay. all the time, baby. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I'm most it's, I'm mostly it's the, the I was gonna say I'm I'm mostly on Switch. Uh-huh. I will occasionally pull out my iOS controller. Um, EP's sure, on PC. Yeah. Brennan got it through yeah. Game Pass on Xbox Live for free. Like we're sure. all just in completely yeah, different too. places, but we all just kind of 
come together. It's in the same realm. It doesn't matter who's on when better, or better it's together. Like this world. Well, and, yeah. and it's exactly like Justin just said. It's I'm not. I mean, I'm not switching platforms. But if I'm playing on the TV and then. Like my wife wants me to come up to bed because she needs somebody to cuddle with because I'm a cuddle <laughs> with, I mean, so I, I, I'll go ahead and tell Steve, hey, no voice chat tonight, and I'll roll with my switch and I'll just. And, I'll, and, well, and that's I'll and that's another great thing is like, um, I almost never join in the voice chat because I'm usually playing with you know my fiance asleep on the couch behind me. Right. But yeah. all I got to do is I've got a, a wireless uh, USB keyboard. I pull that out, I go into the text chat, and I type out what I want to say, send it in, everybody who's playing the game can see it, and right. can respond to me in there, or, you know, whatever, because, right. and then we got Discord. Right, and and if I'm, I'm going back and forth on just the text chat, I'll take my Switch out of the dock so I can do my touchscreen with my little keyboard, you do. Yeah. By, by the way, Switch dock, awesome. You're like, <laughs> it has... You could. Um, I missed half of what you said. Plug a USB keyboard or a USB wireless dongle for a mm -hmm. keyboard into the the port on the switch and use a keyboard to type, and that's like platform wide. Whether you're entering yeah. text in a Minecraft chat or codes into the eShop or something into a search window, like that has been the greatest thing. Like I bought mm -hmm. that thing for Minecraft. Because, be no, I wish I would have known I, that a long time ago. <laughs> I I knew that. I just haven't made it to Best Buy to buy one, so I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, go. Well, don't hey, even go to Best go. Buy. Go to Walmart. I bought mine at Walmart.com, or the or the stores will match price match Walmart. Well, I guess I didn't get this from Walmart. Never mind. Forget what I just said. But, <laughs> Best Buy's closer. Best Buy's closer, and I get rewards. Amazon. But anyway. <clears throat> For those of us who have a Twitter account linked to our Amazon Prime account, we can go ahead and just order one here tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, well, yeah, like like Amazon. I bought mine off of Amazon. It was a different keyboard that I bought from Walmart, but it was it's got just got a little wireless dongle USB. You plug it in, switch the keyboard on, put it in your lap, and when you need to type something, you got it right there. And it's hey, uh, Amazon, you, Best Buy, Walmart. Sorry, if you want to sponsor us, please do. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, Amazon. We, we 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 have a connection. We can we can get an Amazon sponsor, right? Sure. Amazon, why not? Per Amazon person even person I'm referring to. Dog. You know who you are. Straight to straight to Jeff Bezos is what you're saying, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey Eugene, just real quick side note: Can we? Can you do me a favor? And can you make uh, Justin saying "dongle" in your lap? Uh, a piece uh, <laughs> uh, like a soundbite that we can use. I are, I already I already asked for. I pull that out. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Baby. I, I got some work to do on this episode, don't I? <laughs> yeah, well, the peakers alone are going to kill you. Where as much <laughs> as I possibly could. We're going to have to get an explicit stamp just for this episode. <laughs> Before that's... Luigi interrupts you, is there anything else, Minecraft or otherwise, you want to talk about? I think that's it, man. I'm a couple of games on my backlog that I've looked at. Have uh, scrolled, scrolled right past them. Take a guess why? Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eugene, put 60 seconds on the clock. I do have one thing I want to talk about. The oh, Power boy. A, the, the Power a Minecraft controller that has the programmable buttons on the back. If you play Minecraft, yeah. you need this. It's 40 bucks. 
but it has the two programmable buttons on the back there. If you program that to your two C-stick buttons, um, L3 and R3... Oh my god, left, I never even thought le- about that. Yeah, the yeah. left one becomes run, the right one becomes crouch. Minecraft is perfect on this controller. Okay, I'm, review yeah, I over. I might have to five, buy one of those. I've been debating on those for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, five out of it's, five. I've uh, the exact same one, the Zelda, the Zelda design and everything like that. And Justin, one of the I'm, best parts about it is that it's it's double A's. It's not rechargeable. So if your controller dies, mine has many times, you don't have to stop playing and put it on the charger. You just switch the batteries out. Again, yeah, Amazon. I prefer that. I Everybody complains... <laughs> Everybody complains about the fact that Microsoft controllers are are double A powered. I've yeah. got yeah, I've got rechargeable double ah. A's. <laughs> I've got rechargeable now it needs a new keyboard. Whereas I have a PS3 controller that I can't yeah. use anymore because it doesn't hold the charge. Right. So. Yeah. And and Steve is right that those remappable buttons are the best thing in the world because when we were having our um, head challenge between the between all of us. Oh yeah. I remapped one of the buttons on the back to the shoot. So mm. I just held that down while I was running and just constantly run and gun the entire time and didn't yeah. about like moving my hands to Right. That's not a bad idea actually. Man. Great investment. Yeah, you map what, 40 one bucks to shoot, one to um, switch weapons. Yeah, forty bucks. Is it yep. is it as good as a pro controller? Does it have yes. motion and all the things? It has it motion, has, it just it doesn't has... have yeah, it has no rumble, no amiibo. You're fine. You're fine. No rumble, no amiibo. Everything else is there. The rumble might be. Yeah, I'm the same way, but. But I mean, for like stuff like Minecraft, you're really not concerned with feeling a vibration when yeah, you hit the ground true. from no. too high up. I mean, it's that. <laughs> no, that's just a kick in the ass at that point. I mean, well, I mean <laughs> I'll tell you what, Eugene, I owe you a wedding is... gift. Sometimes it is nice to Aww. know when something's attacking you from behind, though, so I can kind of sure. understand that. But you just hear the... Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. right. <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Well, um, I think we made it to the end of the segment, and now we've made it to the end of the show. It is time to get out of here for the night. Um, but before we do, it's time to talk about our patrons because we love them. And we can't wait to thank them for yet another month of supporting Nintendo Radio. So I'm just going to read the list real quick. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being um, a part of the show because, honestly, without you guys, we probably wouldn't be here. So we would like to thank Andrew Searson, the Bryannosaurus. You're right there. I like you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. That's me. That's you guys. <laughs> Sky Pharaoh, uh, Phantom, EP Knothead, Slacker Monkey, uh, Schnazzy1, Minus64, Robert Gagnon, Mark Nowak, Malik Emerus, Michael Larson, uh, Heather White, Metal Mike, Daniel Gaskin, Jonathan Lewis, Mustard Br- Giant Cow, and Apollo Lemon. Again, thank you for being a patron. Thank you for being part of the show. So, one more time, Steve is going to talk to you about the contest that we're running. Still have a few, I guess, like 72 hours to still enter, so talk to people about that. Yeah hours at this point guys last chance to enter the contest um I'm, i'll put out a couple things on twitter over the next day or two but yeah just ten dollar level or higher or 4.99 or higher uh if you subscribe to us on twitch so or a free I amazon sub if you're an amazon prime member somebody yeah 
So easiest thing in the world forward. to do. Yeah, looking forward to mailing these out. Seriously, guys, like I'm so sick of looking at this set. I want someone else <laughs> to be able to enjoy it because it's really yeah. hard to enjoy two full sets of cards. I can only sure. imagine that Steve, you've just been scanning those every like, time you've played anything. No, You're I, yeah. I just, I just want to send these out because these are so cool, and I know that someone's going to be so happy to get these. <laughs> definitely, definitely, awesome. So, um, we are going to get out of here for the night, one. though. Um, we won't see you until next week, next month. But until then, Justin, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Uh, you can find my Disney tweets at Utilidork. Um, and I'm gonna, th I'm gonna throw this out there. My, my Switch friend code is in my, uh, Infendo profile. Um, and if you want to play games with me on Xbox Live, since I've been on the Xbox a lot more lately, Fear the Claw. Three separate words. Fear the Claw on Xbox Live. Send me a friend request and, uh, hey, maybe we can play some perfect dark online i would love that that would be or minecraft or minecraft <laughs> god um steve where can the people find you when you're not crafting mines sleeping because that's about the only time i'm not crafting mines uh, <laughs> or playing hyrule warriors <laughs> or uh, playing yeah. hyrule warriors yeah i've been doing that again old habits um you can find me at gentis one on twitter you can find me at Gentus1208 on Xbox Live, so you can find me on Minecraft, which would be amazing. You can find me in the Banful Stamp realm. If you need access to that, hit me up in Discord, and I can do those invo invites now. Um, hit up Lucas at Chromatic Hue, or at his website, which is chromatichue.com. Want to throw his name out there. He should be back. We've missed him dearly in a couple weeks. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. awesome. And for those of you in the realm, quick announcement. Saturday night, we're fighting an Ender Dragon. So, first ten people that oh, can please, get in the realm yes. get to fight the Ender Dragon, and we're gonna stream that at twitch.tv slash Had to get one more Pika. Saturday night, they will be fighting an Ender Dragon. I will be building my mansion. If somebody can bring me some wood planks that I can use for the flooring, please. Wrong. You will be with 616 us. 616 <laughs> wood planks. <laughs> I don't care what they are as long as they're all the same kind. 616. Bring them to You're going to miss the achievement. So you remember how I said it's kind of like a kickball game where everybody gets together? Justin is the guy Everybody's said, getting together. <laughs> Justin is the guy who says, my wife says I can't go. Oh, Justin is Justin is the guy who um, hasn't bought his, his equipment yet. So, you know, he's still out getting, gathering his equipment. Eugene is Fred. You come over. You come over to my place. I will be happy to sit there for thirty minutes while I, while I build you all of the equipment that you need. I did steal a bunch this of diamond stuff from that one of uh, Steve's. And... <laughs> yes, it goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> uh, Brian, when you're not crafting mines and when you're you know not being a cool guy in Discord, where can the people find you? <laughs> when I'm not interrupting the show, every chance that I get. <laughs> uh, uh, Twitter is for guys who are super cool. I am not on Twitter. So <laughs> the only place that you can find guys like me is Instagram. Um, okay. I mean, I've got some plugs, but we'll plug those plugs at a later plug time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's it's the exact same thing. It's just at the Brian Harris on Instagram. 
So yeah, awesome. uh, find me. Instagram's for the cool guys who hang out in the corner and smoke cigarettes before high school. <laughs> Eugene, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the Infendo Instagram creds so we can follow him and so I can actually see what this Instagram thing's all about. Yeah, it's, it's been about in... a year since the last post on Instagram. I know where it is. Wanted, I'm just gonna take it. Hopefully, it doesn't have two factor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if it does, right. you just keep texting Eugene until he lets you in. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. All right, all right. Well, we are going to get out of here for the night. Thank you, everybody who's listened to us this evening live on twitch.tv slash Radio. Thank you, Brian, for being on the show tonight. It was been, it's was it been a blast um, finally meeting you and the pleasure was all mine. having you on the show. Um, and we are going to get out of here. So for everybody on Fender Radio, good night, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Good night, all. See you later. Do you have what it takes to join the garbage truck that is Infendo Radio? Head on over to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and join our Patreon today.